Howdy guys, Lecky here, host of the Physioism Podcast, talking about the art and science of biohacking health. Today, I just wanted to spend part two of this two-part series on health and well-being in this hot temperature environment with COVID-19, especially in Victoria, where we have recently climbed down into level four restrictions. And here are my thoughts. If we are prioritizing, if I am, I'm just speaking about myself, so this is my own personal view, so I see the world as being a place that we want to thrive in, okay? So if you were born in Mongolia a thousand years ago, let's just say say 500 years ago, have a long when Genghis Khan was, was running around, it was very um, barren, cold, very unforgiving terrain that you were born into. You know, we didn't have the current capacity to make ourselves warm and to microwave food and you know basically have running water you had to survive the conditions that you're in so those subsistence peoples who had to sort of travel around nomadically to find water and food survived and thrived if we go to a different timeline like say medieval europe where disease was um, and miseducation was flourishing Despite that, people lived and survived. Currently, there are places around the world where people are still unfortunate, live in tin shacks, may not have running water, electricity, but they are still alive and thriving in their communities. And what I'm getting to is that regardless of what the environment throws at our bodies, we have been resilient enough to survive. Now, there's a, a lot of uh, news and literature about previous pandemics, uh, most notice, noticeably recently the Spanish flu, influenza, bubonic, the Black Death, the bubonic um, plague. Um, you know, even from where I am, I'm from a lot of indigenous peoples introduced um, to new uh, bacterial and viral infections from settlers arriving from other parts of the world. You know, vast quantities of people died. Despite the tragedy, we survived and thrived. And my personal outlook, so on that backdrop of our history, my personal current philosophy is that ensuring that the body, the vehicle, is as bulletproof, as strong as it can be, can allow me to be, uh, can allow me to build stronger defense systems against any foreign invaders. Now, currently from what we know, COVID-19, the, the actual problem is that this viral infection really thrives on the health of the host. So people that are high at risk have comorbidities, risk factors that make them liable to falling to this disease and allowing this viral pathogen to get up and get going and wreak a lot of havoc. A lot of the information that I'm consuming, a lot of the ideas that make sense to me is the health of the individual. If your health is put at a premium and you look after yourself, there's less chance as a host that your pathogen, this invading viral infection, can wreak havoc on your body. So if you are older, more frail, you have comorbidities and metabolically your health is not suited to putting up a fight, you're a big risk. Okay. There are some outliers where maybe other people that have um, dormant conditions or things that we're not privy to 
sure, they may be the outliers, the, the small percentage, but the overwhelming percentage appears to be percentage appears to be people that have poor health. So, right now, that's what we can do to focus on ourselves. I focus on myself in terms of employing simple strategies like being mindful of what I'm eating, getting ready regular exercise, prioritizing great sleep and good stress management, because the net result of that is better improved health. Okay? Yes, it reduces a lot of the inflammatory pathways. It turns off a lot of the aging effects within the body and disease. If we are turning on longevity pathways and we're making the body more resilient now, then there's less of a chance of these viral infections and bacterial infections coming on and doing, uh, doing harm. And at the very least, if the infection does arrive at your doorstep, you have more soldiers at the gate to put up a great fight so that you might fall on well for a little while, but then away it goes. So you may find that people around you, colleagues, family, friends, who have contracted the coronavirus, you may find that they were unwell for a couple of days and they were forced to self-quarantine for two weeks. No medications available for the moment. No extra measures taken, just stay home, rest and manage your symptoms. What you're doing is you're effectively allowing your body, your own immune system, to fight this if you're young and fit enough and healthy enough to put up a fight, okay? From there, if you find that your symptoms do worse, then sure, seek medical help. So, I would say it's up to us individually to take ownership of our health and to promote the social standards, of course, on on trying to avoid the spread of disease by practicing good personal hygiene. That's fine. But the onus is on us individually to ensure that our health is as good as it can be so that we don't make this worse than what it needs to be. So, that's my personal philosophy. If there are four things that you should look at into improving your health, number one would be looking at a sustainable food plan, two, a healthy food plan, two, an exercise plan, three would be stress management, and four, better quality sleep. Those are my humble thoughts. Do what you can to ensure that you stay happy and healthy out there, guys. And if you are needing help, please seek appropriate professional medical opinion and management so that we can continue on to live our best lives okay so as always making healthy simple and i'll speak to you